Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weatherpeak. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What's up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Wednesday, January 26th. It was actually a big, big day and night in Sports Tuesday. Wild stuff, NFL, NBA. Uh, we have a great NFL guest coming up. Um, also, I got to give an early shout out on the podcast. All right. Uh, I said thank you guys for ordering the Girl Scout cookies for my kid. And again, this is not lining our pockets in any way, shape, or form. Okay. If you listen to Monday's pod uh, about the Girl Scout cookies, you know the drill if you're a dad. But a big shout out to Joe Anas. I hope I'm saying his last name right. Listener in New York. I went and checked his Instagram because uh, the dude ordered four boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Joe, I mean, way to come through. He's now the clubhouse leader. Looks like a big soccer player. Appreciate you, man. That was very nice of you. Uh, A couple other uh, people chimed in. I'm not going to give everybody a shout out. But if anybody tops Joe's four boxes, sure as shit, I'm going to give him a shout out. Um, All right. Beyond the Girl Scout cookies, I wanted to open with the Lakers. And LeBron um, putting up just an awesome night. I had to pull my son aside and show him 
where LeBron on in like a 15 second span stole two passes and went in for the dunk. It was just awesome. Like LeBron's back. Anthony Davis returned. I think he only played 25 minutes at like eight points. And yes, the Nets were depleted. No Kyrie Irving. Obviously, no Kevin Durant. And James Harden looked a little unhappy. Um, just he didn't seem like a happy dude getting blown out. And a lot of the fans in uh, Barclays were Lakers fans. Um, Nets have some problems. I think, you know, I hadn't considered this, but, you know, touche, Daryl Morey. Y- you planted a seed that you're coming after James Harden. And I, he did not look thrilled with the situation in Brooklyn. And then he had some quotes afterward that alluded to unhappiness, but things will get pretty happy pretty damn quick when Kevin Durant's back. And we'll see about Kyrie. I don't really care about him. Okay. Um, And yeah, I have a couple of you guys in my Twitter feed every night. Jay, Jay, you got a bag on the Clippers. Oh my gosh, you got it. I I didn't realize this, but the Washington Wizards blew a 35-point lead to the Clippers. I watched the highlights early this morning and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is bad. Kyle Kuzma is like devastated. Remember when the Wizards were like top three in the East? That was funny. That was really funny. And now they're, I think, ninth or 10th and fading fast. Bradley Beal, where will he be next year? Hey, you want Russell Westbrook for uh, Bradley Beal? Any interest there? I didn't think so. Um, All right, we have a great guest coming up. Dante Whitner, a.k.a. Dante Hitner. Go look up Dante uh, Hitner on YouTube. And, I mean, the guy just dealt punishing blows. Everybody in the secondary, you come across the middle. ESPN used to do a segment. I think it was Sunday night, like where they had their highlight show or whatever. This is before Red Zone. And they had this segment, I think it was Sunday night or maybe it was Monday, called Jacked Up, where the hardest hits were highlighted. Now, obviously, now they just stopped doing that in the last decade because of CTE and all this stuff. But I feel like Dante Whitner was on there every week uh, with those Niners teams. Those Niners teams were punishing. He tells some good Jim Harbaugh stories. Um, Whitner's good. He's kind of one of these emerging media guys. Uh, in the Bay Area, and he offers some interesting insight into the Niners. Trey Lance fans, you may want to avert your ears. Can you avert your ears? Uh, cover your ears uh, for the Trey Lance Jimmy G part. Um, he sides with me. At any rate, couple quick notes before Dante Whitner. Number one, how good was this? Tuesday on the pod, I say Sean Payton, I think you should take a gap year, come back, coach the Cowboys. Cowboys aren't going to dump McCarthy. Right? It's pretty clear they're keeping him, despite Dan Quinn's best efforts to get that job. Dan Quinn, it looks like now may surface in Chicago. Ooh, good luck. Um, And so Sean Payton's stepping away from the Saints. It's basically, I I forgot, somebody had a pretty good analogy um, where like you just run up a ton of credit card debt and you just walk away and declare bankruptcy. And it's like, I know that some of the New Orleans Saints fanboy media folks down there in, in the bayou are trying to say, oh, it's not that bad of a salary cap situation. Okay, guys, keep telling yourself that. Let's see Let's see who's lining up for that job, okay? I don't think that's going to be the case at all. Quarterback uncertainty, a bunch of veterans who are not going to want to be a part of a rebuild. They could ship them off and get a lot of picks. Um, I think, I, listen, I know Lattimore's not a veteran, but man, you could get something for Lattimore. Now, you could tear it down to the studs and say, you know what? Tom Brady's probably got three more years in this division. Let's just start the rebuild now. Um, I, I, I don't think the Saints job is appealing at all, but it is interesting. Now, the, the, uh, that Peyton could land with Dallas. Now, I did hear 
He's contact, contracted with the Saints through 2024. So if Dallas and Jerry want him, they're going to have to give up some picks. Now, could Sean Payton sit out two years and come back? Why not? I mean, there's no statute of limitations on this. He can do whatever he wants. Um, the Saints are going to be a rough watch next year. Um, I took the under. I got a little bit lucky given the injuries of quarterback. But, um, yeah, it, it's looking bleak for the New Orleans Saints next year. Another reason, by the way, that Tom Brady should come back. You know, I mean, maybe they give the job to Dennis Allen, who has been phenomenal as a defensive coordinator. Um, but it, it just doesn't look great for the Saints next year. Um, the other thing, and, and I'll close with this before we get to Dante Whitner, is I was texting with Rob G last night um, about potential topics. You know, and he mentions, we're a baseball Hall of Fame. And I'm like, you know, it, it it's it's a shame that Bonds got shafted um, and some other people who have checkered steroid histories or alleged steroid pass um, are getting in. I'm not going to name names, but it's one of those awkward situations where what do you do? Do you keep out everybody who was in that era or do you let in some who didn't really get implicated? And it's like, mm. How are you determining whether those guys who didn't get implicated, like, how are we determining that they were clean? And really, there is no right answer. And I just keep coming back to this one. Can you tell the story of baseball over the last 30, 40 years without Barry Bonds, Alex Rodriguez, Roger Clemens? I don't think you can. There's just no way around it. Barry Bonds is, for my money, the greatest player of my generation. Now, I loved Ken Griffey Jr., Barry Bonds is a better baseball player. Barry Bonds did not play well with the media. Barry Bonds obviously, you know, he did some stuff. I don't know what he did, but his head got huge. Okay, it's very obvious he was on some stuff. He put up astronomical numbers. He Even before he got to San Fran and got all swole, he was a ridiculous 40-40 talent with the Pittsburgh Pirates. So he should be in the Hall of Fame regardless. Uh, Roger Clemens obviously should be in there. I, I know he's got a way more checkered... Uh, but what are they? What are they? Supplement? No, they're not calling it a supplement. Uh, steroid? Uh, whatever you want to call it. Clemens got way more than Bonds, and then you got A. Rod, who obviously is one of the great talents in the last forty years of baseball. Like that's undeniable, guys. You may not like him, but A. Rod is ridiculously talented. And it's just tough for me to get super worked up that a bunch of voters, a bunch of ink-stained wretches are going to get back at guys who were not nice to them when their playing days were happening and not vote them in the Hall of Fame. But vote other steroid guys in because they played better with the media. It's just dumb, asinine, whatever. I wanted to wrap with this. Um, it's about Aaron Rodgers. Don't don't fast forward to the interview yet. Uh, I know some people are out, just burnt out on Aaron Rodgers. He went on Pat McAfee's radio show, said something. I, I didn't pay attention, honestly. I just saw like, some of the stuff that was mentioned that people would pull out a clip of him basically saying, everybody was rooting against me and the Packers because of my vaccination status. Well, unfortunately, that's accurate. That's kind of where we are. It's it's not fun, um, but we are in a partisan society where you kind of pick sides. I hate it. I, do, I try my best not to get involved in that, but... Yeah, Rodgers and saying whatever he did early in the season, 
I, I quibble with some people about whether it was technically a lie. But I guess ultimately the bottom line is like, yes, Rogers, some people, probably a lot of people were rooting against you and they were waiting for to let the jokes fly on social media. Um, is that right or wrong? I don't know. But yet another reason why I think he's going to leave Green Bay. Um, you guys know I've talked about it here and on the old Saturday radio show that I've dabbled in screenplay ideas and I have a bunch. And I was uh, having drinks with a buddy recently and we were talking about it and I kind of lit that flame again. And with three football games left in the season, um, I'm going to have some time. Obviously, there's March Madness, there's NBA, but it's not like football where it's like you're totally dug in. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, I'll have time to get back into it. So I did get a couple screenplay books. I had bought the Sid Field book back in the day, the obviously the Goldman book, uh, Screen Trade. Those are like the two most popular, but there is another one that's not necessarily a screenplay book. And I heard about it. Jeez, this is what a little wacky. I think it was from a guy named Jordan Peterson, who you guys may know. He's actually on the Rogan podcast this week. But he talked about a, uh, an author by the name of Joseph Campbell, and he had written a book that was – he wrote a couple books, um, but he was deep into understanding mythology and – essentially how like the stories around cultures, you know, Muhammad, Buddha, Moses, Jesus, all that, there are some similarities in all those stories. And the book that Campbell wrote was called The Hero's Journey. And I had heard this guy talk about it, uh, Jordan Peterson. And then super randomly, I was at my buddy's place uh, who no longer lives here. He now moved to Tybee Island. Um, he, he was out here in LA and then he recently moved to Tybee Island with his wife and kids. And I was at his place out here and I see, I'm looking at his bookshelf and I see Joseph Campbell, the hero's journey. And I'm like, what you have this? I just heard about this book. He's like, yeah, take it. I was like, awesome. And this was when I was deep into screenplays and essentially the hero's journey is it's, it's going to sound basic, but it's. Essentially, if you look at all the best movies ever created, or many of the best ones, it involves the hero's journey. And it's that there's basically three steps, right? It's three stages of the hero's journey. The, the departure, the hero leaves home, his community, he goes on a quest to do something. And there's, this is in the Bible as well. I think I've referenced this. The sh- T1 listeners, as, uh, as Rob G likes to mention, will, uh, will remember this. So then the hero faces all these trials and tribulations out there on his quest until he achieves victory. And you can look in Star Wars and a million other movies. I mean, Luke Skywalker is the perfect hero's journey, right? Leaves his home planet to take down the Empire. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi along the way. Saves Princess Leia, blah, blah, blah. Kills the Death Star. And then he's uh, the final stage is the hero returns home to his community. And, uh, you know, he's the hero, right? That's the hero's journey. And I would argue that Aaron Rodgers is on the cusp of a hero's journey. He's ready for it. He leaves Green Bay, leaves his community, goes out there on a quest. Yesterday I said Denver. We'll stick with Denver for the sake of it. Now Denver's not like Tampa was with Brady where they were just Super Bowl starved and desperate. Right? Because they uh, Denver won with Peyton Manning. 
But, and of course, John Elway. But if Rodgers goes out, you know, you, sometimes you got to leave home to accomplish it. Remember, LeBron had to leave Cleveland, goes to Miami. There were trials and tribulations. He wins the championship. He's a hero. He wins two of them. He's on the path to goatness. Then he goes home, wins another one. Uh, Kevin Durant had to leave home. He had to leave OKC, guys. I, I've, I've gone toe-to-toe with everybody on this. I, I think that was a smart move, the tough move. He had to do it. Kevin Durant had to leave, faces trials and tribulations at Golden State. Oh, my, the guy, MVP of the finals twice, no doubt about it, top 15 player in NBA history, period. Sometimes to achieve your biggest goals, to become the best version of you, you've got to leave home. And I'm of the firm belief, Aaron Rodgers, it's just, he's got to leave Green Bay. I know it sounds tough and painful. I think he's got to do it. I, it, it it's a great story if he does it. Um, if he does it in Denver, like I know people are going to hate him in, uh, in Green Bay, but sometimes you've got to leave and go through it elsewhere and you'll come out great on the other side. Uh, maybe Brady and Belichick had run their course. I know they beat the Rams and people thought, oh, these guys will stick together forever and it, it was kind of wearing down. It was near the end. Brady left. He won. Now, I'm not, I don't think there's a scenario where Belichick leaves. Right? I can't imagine Belichick leaving. But across sports, like uh, you could say, well, Jason, what about Giannis? Giannis doesn't fit the hero's journey. I guess, I guess you could argue Giannis's hero's journey is leaving Greece, right? And his family and where he came from and um, wins a championship. And now he's like the prodigal son of Greece. But I, I really, you guys should look this story up. I just went on uh, Amazon. It's super cheap if you want to buy it, 15 bucks. The hero's journey, Joseph Campbell. Um, it's, it's fascinating. And they start to mention all the movies. Um, it's awesome. You guys really should check it out. Now I would like you to check out our great interview with Dante Whitner, former safety of the San Francisco 49ers. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue while you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch garage and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Firestone. 
test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire, a guy you remember from last year, I believe, because we love talking about the 49ers. Uh, I love the Jimmy G storyline, and this guy is interesting and rapidly rising in the Bay Area media scene. Dante Whitner, a.k.a. Dante Hitner, former 49ers great. Uh, Dante, how you doing, man? I'm doing excellent, Jason. How you doing? I, I, I'm awesome. I, I can't be more excited about the All-California NFC Championship game. <laughs> I don't know how the rest of the country feels about round three, but uh, I don't know. They, listen, it produced a great game in Week 18. Um, the earlier meeting was not as good, but Stafford was in a funk. Um, I'll, I'll just start here. I want to get the, the temperature of the Bay Area right now heading into this meeting. I mean, six straight wins. <laughs> Um, by Shanahan over McVay, swept him this year. Are, are you hearing any, man, it's tough to beat a team three times in a season? Well, they swept him the last three years. So um, I think they figured out the formula to beating the L.A. Rams, and it started with their size on offense and defense. It starts with their mentality, the way that they play the game. And then, you know, that Sean McVay is the understudy of Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. He taught you some things, but he didn't teach you everything. And I think that we figured that out last week with Matt LaFleur. And we're going to figure it out again this week uh, versus Sean McVay. Sean McVay ran on the football field last the last time they played. Remember that? They got up, what, 17 nothing. 17, yeah. He, yeah, he was feeling good about himself. He ended, he ended up in the end zone celebrating with his players. He, he, he you know, a little pre, pre-ejaculation. And uh, 
you know, the 49ers, they saw that. Kyle Shanahan saw that, and he ended up regretting that. So, you know, it's going to be tough to beat them seven straight times, but I have full confidence that the 49ers will get it done. Yeah, this would be a massive indictment on McVay. Let's start with him. I'm, I want to go back to quickly the end of the Tampa game. Um, having seen the San Fran game and McVay blow some leads this year by sitting on it and getting conservative, it's 27-3, then 27-6, then 27-13, and instantly I'm like, oh my gosh, this is PTSD. I, I can see this. They're going to blow this. And I, I, as a player, Dante, when you're out there on the sideline and you see your coach getting, who is aggressive as heck to go up 27-3, and then he tries to get cute and sit on the ball. What's the? What do you think was going through the Rams' heads? Like, oh, my gosh, we've seen this before. Well, it's all psychological. You better believe it. They were getting like this, right? They were getting <laughs> real tight. They were just trying to get that clock down to zeros, and that's what happens, the momentum of the game. You know, it can shift either way, especially in the playoffs. And it's all psychological with players. I was talking to a friend the other day, and we were talking about how is it on the sideline when things start to go bad? There's a lot of guys on the sideline panicking. Everybody's not poised, <laughs> right? It's an emotional game. You'll start to forget things. And that's when the snowball starts to, you know, roll and get bigger and bigger. But they were able to get themselves out of that funk, make some plays at the end of the game. And they put the ball in Matthew Stafford's hand. They said, you know what? We're not going to play for overtime. We brought you here for a reason. Now get us out of this. He got them out of it. He yeah, made it, some tremendous throws. Yeah. And they went down and got that field goal. The only comparative thing I can think of, and again, this is, <laughs> I'm sure you'll laugh. So, you you know, you're playing pickup basketball to 21 and you got a big lead and you want to close them out, right? And all you need is three points. And all of a sudden the other team starts coming back and you guys are missing shots. You get a little bit tight, right? Now yep. amplify that, Dante, with 75,000 people in the stands. Yes. Right? And the greatest of all time on the other sideline, like you could just see, man, Brady's going to get this. And then the Cam Akers fumble was just devastating. I, I mean... I I feel bad for Akers. He had two fumbles. I'm I'm curious where you think his mind's at. He's a young running back, dynamic, fast, powerful. But those two fumbles, I mean, he would have been the goat of this game if they had blown it. He would have. He would have been a scapegoat. But at the same time, you have to know that, you know, he's very valuable to their team. And the way that he runs, the physical nature in which he runs is, um, you know, he's been productive for them. And, you know, you have to have a short memory. It's similar to playing cornerback. Mm. You know, you get beat a couple times. There's no way to falter and get away from your technique or, or change your running style or put the two hands on the ball so that you can't really accelerate the open field. I think that he has continued to run the same way that he's run, just protect the ball upon contact. So Akers is a tremendous talent for them. And I, I think that he'll get over it quickly. The 49ers are going to have to make sure yeah. they know where he is in the run game and the passing game. You know, Buda Baker was okay the other day, but you saw the type of lick that he can put on in an open field. He's not big in stature, but he's big in heart. He showed that coming back from the Achilles injury in less than like six, seven months, which is miraculous. Anybody that had Achilles, they know that first you lose the strength, then you have to get the flexibility back. The way that he was able to come back and the way that he's running right now, I think that he'll bounce back quickly from it. Uh, all right, let me ask you, uh, big deal, little deal, no deal. 49ers are about to play their fourth straight road game. Late in the season. Extra game added this season, Dante. Fourth straight road game. Now, I know week 18, you just traveled down to L.A. Not massive travel, but it was a big game. Huge comeback, a lot of energy. Then you got to go to Dallas halfway across the country. You got to come home, and you got to go back to the cold weather. And let's be real. They did not look good offensively against Green Bay for, you could say, the entire game. Then you got to go home and then back down to L.A. Four straight road games. Uh, I tried to check in the Fox database. 
um, I think in the last 21 years, uh, like five teams have played four straight road games and none of them have won. The 49ers play best when their backs are against the wall. Remember, they started the season three and five. They had to play essentially a playoff game every week to play themselves in, to in, into position and be, get the sixth pick. And when you look at the travel to L.A. and you look at the travel to Dallas, Green Bay, the 49ers were built for this. It's perseverance. It's how they dug themselves out of the hole early in the season. And they tend to play better on the road when their backs are against the wall. But the faithful travels well. They travel well to that Week 18 game. Yeah. That's why they tried to limit the tickets this week, which I'm glad that they decided not to do that. It'll be a tremendous game. But going on the road, beating Matthew Stafford in the way that they did, and then Dak Prescott, and then Aaron Rodgers, it just shows the way that this team is built. And their true destiny is to, you know, get to the Super Bowl and win it this time. And you can see that throughout the way that they play. And when that never died, mentality so i don't think it's too much for them i think it's just right i think that they have it the stage is set just right for the 49ers to go and accomplish pretty much the impossible okay fine four not a big deal how about this dante of their last nine games seven have been on the road now listen i'm not saying they're they're not traveling uh in coach obviously this is uh high-end travel and i'm sure some of the players are laying down on the flights but nevertheless getting on a plane seven of nine weeks that's got to be taxing on the body, right? That's got to be somewhere on the body. But, you know, playing football is taxing on the body. Being in the NFL is taxing on the body. Going to practice every day and going to meetings and walk through and keeping that same schedule is really taxing on the mind and the body. The 49ers are built for this. And uh, when you talk about checklists and playoff teams and can you win on the road, do the 49ers have all of these different entities to their team? Let's see. Good running defense? Yes. Can get after the quarterback with front four? Yes. Can multiply and play variations and coverage and make it all look the same? Yes. Special teams starting to play better? Yes. All coaches throughout my career has always taught us on the road, no matter who's against us, no matter if we're going to Seattle, no matter where we're going, the crowd can be, you know, nuts out of their mind. You have to pack the run defense. You have to pack the third down defense. You have to get turnovers. And you have to pack the special teams, and the 49ers can do that, which is why they've had success on the road. Uh, you, you, I'm surprised. You really sound confident in the Niners. Now, let me ask you this. D'Amico Ryans uh, has been tremendous. You know, they, they lose Salah, and everybody's, oh, they're going to fall off a cliff. And um, he's been excellent. Now, you never played with him, right? It seemed like I'm trying to look no. it up. Okay. We were drafted in the same year, 2006. Right. Um, I, I'm just curious. It, uh, they've had some injuries. The secondary has been absolutely destroyed at some points, but that front four seems to be the difference. And we know Stafford is amazing under the blitz. Um, I, I don't know. I got to ask you real quick, sidebar. Are you surprised that Todd Bowles blitzed 17 times against Stafford, knowing that he threw, coming into the game, 14 touchdowns and one interception against the blitz? One of the best in the league. And they still blitzed him. Are you surprised Bowles did that? I'm not surprised because when you look at Tampa Bay's defense, the perception is that their defensive line with the front four is dominant and they weren't dominant this year like they were in the, in the championship year. So only way to manipulate pressure is to bring extra guys. And he knew that if you let Matthew Stafford sit back there and not get pressure on him, he's going to rip you apart. If you bring pressure and you don't play it correctly, he's going to rip you apart. So it's about pick your poison in that situation. That's why I feel like the 49ers match up very yeah. well. They can be multiple in their coverages and show things so that he can't just throw the ball and see it pre-snap. And then 
after making him go through his reads, you have guys that can beat one-on-one coverage. You have Art Key, you have Eric Armstead, you have Bosa on the edge, yeah. you have Ebucom. Then you can flip it and you can come with a whole new roster. You can come with Givens. You can come with, um, you know, just so many guys, DJ Jones, you know, that who can imply interior pressure, uh, who's earned himself a lot of money this year. And you can be multiple in your coverages. They've had the secondary to play together for six years back there. Other than Emmanuel Mosley on the other side, or sometimes they bring Josh Norman in, these guys have been together. They understand the task at hand. They understand who they have to take away. And they showed that last week by being able to take away Devontae Adams, getting away from just that normal cover three, bringing some pressure late in the game. Safety's leaning to the side of Devontae Adams, playing mind games with uh, with Aaron Rodgers. So I like what D'Amico Ryans has did. He, he made a tremendous jump from week three versus the – uh, Green Bay Packers than he did last week in the playoffs. He showed so many coverages in week three. He made it very easy for Aaron Rodgers. And the same thing with Matthew Stafford. They were moving around. They were disguising. And we all know Matthew, I like to call him Matthew Miskew. Oh, Matty so, Miskew. Wow, because if you get that pressure on him, yeah. he tends to just get jittery in the pocket and he'll throw that ball to the defense. So that's why I'm so confident in the 49ers. They're getting hot in all three phases at the right time. Yeah, that's the one thing that concerns me is the pre- if they can get pressure with four, Whitworth, it sounds like, will be back. Uh, McVay came out and said Whitworth will be back. But if they get pressure with four, it's it's a problem. Now, I will say, in Week 18, um, Stafford and was lights out first half. They jumped to that big lead. If they do that again, uh, because, you know, uh, again, Ryans has showed all his cards at this point. You had to get through Rodgers. Stafford in the first meeting killed him. I mean, he threw two picks in the first quarter. It was game over. Um, I don't know what Ryan's has left in the chamber this time. And Stafford's hot. You know, I know guys who were betting, uh, Dante, that he would throw an interception in the first game. Did not in the playoffs. Second game, oh, he'll throw it. He's always do. He did not throw an interception. Like, Stafford's been great. In that first meeting, I think he had just played Tennessee. He had the terrible pick six. And then he came out rattled. And he threw two in the first quarter. I, you, you call him Matthew Miskew. He's been pretty great down the stretch, no? He's been really good in the playoffs, but he hasn't seen a front four like the 49ers have. And we've seen what they can do when they harass him. We see the type of passes and the type of reads that he makes and how he panics in the pocket. And you talk about does D'Amico Ryans have enough left? One thing about defense is you're never reinventing the wheel. You're just confusing the quarterback. You can run your same blitzes. You can run your same cover three, cover two, cover four. You can run your same man blitzes. It's all about the look that you give the quarterback preset. How much information are you not allowing him to gather pre-snap before the ball comes? And if he can't figure it out pre-snap, if you have guys that are good actors, 11 guys in unison saying, hey, guys, we know he's going to snap the ball between 7 and 12 seconds on the clock. Let's hold our disguise, right? Let's, let's, let's check our own mannerisms pre-snap. Are we showing single high pre-snap and then rolling the cover two all the time? Right. Let's check our own matters, but let's be good actors. You can fool any quarterback in this league. Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford. If you have 11 guys in unison, you can fool anybody. All right. So we talked about Stafford. I need to drill down a bit on Jimmy Garoppolo. I think this is one of the most fun storylines ever. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats. That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. 
So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I think I said it in the, early in the season, like I would love for him to get to the Super Bowl and make Shanahan and Lynch have to do that decision. Like, listen, you get to one Super Bowl with Jimmy G. Ah, well, it was a defense. He was just along for the ride. You get to two Super Bowls in three years with a guy and you're still going to dump him for Trey Lance? Come on, Dante. You can't do that, can you? No. And I said it on the Lindsey Rhodes show yesterday. If you just erase his stats, everything, and at the end of the year, we all sit in a meeting and we say, hey, 
We won the trophy this year. Do you care about anybody's individual stats? Everybody within the organization would say no. I guarantee you, 100%. So what Jimmy Garoppolo does well is he operates this offense to maximum efficiency. The motions, the shifts, the eye candy, getting guys lined up, the hard counts, right? Jump, getting defenses to jump off sides, the nuances of the offense. Um, the accuracy, he's top five in the league in accuracy. The only thing that he has he's deficient in is his turnover-worthy plays. Those three to four to five yeah. plays a game where he almost turns the ball over. Throws kind it of down, a big deal. Defense, yeah. <laughs> throws it late to the flat. But guys like Aaron Rodgers and the guys that don't turn the ball over the top of the league, they're only around 2% when it comes to turn, turnover-worthy plays. So if he can just eliminate two to three plays a game, I think that we would consistently be talking about Jimmy Garoppolo as one of the top quarterbacks in the league. And yeah. with this offense, you don't need to have the biggest arm to throw it downfield. Most of this offense is predicated on the run and taking advantage of defenders that aren't disciplined, who have bad eyes, who are supposed to be playing the pass, but they're playing run now because you're so good in the run game. That's what it's predicated on. So that's why they're knocking on the door of their second Super Bowl in three yeah. years. And if he goes to the Super Bowl, whether he wins it or not, I think that Jimmy Garoppolo should be the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers next year because he knows the offense. It'll be another year in the system. If a lot of guys were turning on defense. Why wouldn't you want to repeat and go directly back? Putting Trey Lance out there, I'm sorry. Putting Trey Lance out there does not guarantee that you're going to win games. I agree, but wait. Are you, so you're saying they got to win this game for Jimmy G to, to keep the job, or is it win the Super Bowl? I think if he makes it to the Super Bowl. Mm, interesting. Because I, I kind of feel he's done enough, Dante. I, I mean, what can you? Ask, what more can you ask of this guy? Week eighteen, final drive of the season against your rival. He's got to deliver, and he does. Has he been great in the playoffs? No, he hasn't. But I, 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 people are going to hate when I say this, Dante. We think back to Tom. I know Tom Brady now is the goat and all this stuff. Think back to early career Tom Brady. Well, he's not really that mobile. He doesn't have an amazing arm. Like, is this guy that good? And they had Drew uh, Bloodso injured. And they're like, well, Bledsoe will come back, and then Brady wins the Super Bowl. And you're like, oh, oh, wow. And then Brady is the starter, and he just never gives it up. Brady was never amazing. Dante, yes, you know this. He was a game manager, right, early in his career? Can we but say he that? didn't turn the ball over. His right. turnover-worthy plays were probably around 2%, and that's what I'm saying. So Jimmy Garoppolo is a game manager, and I have to say that in the playoffs, Jimmy has made some very clutch catches, I mean throws. The one on the sideline on, on second down to uh, – George Kittle, when he made the one-head catch and got both feet in, there was only one place he could throw that ball. Yeah. If Jimmy Garoppolo completes that same ball to George Kittle that he dropped, are we talking differently about him? Yeah, and no, that's a good one. Green Bay, that was an excellent read. It was right on the money. George Kittle was going to catch it, transition, and run for a touchdown. Are we talking differently? There was another same ball to NIU hit him right in the hands. It was a great read. It was a great throw. It was right on the money. There was another one to Juwan Jennings. Similar scene ball that was nearly intercepted after hit him in the hands. There was another one on a slant to Debo Samuel. So wait, hold on. Is that a turnover-worthy play if it goes off Jennings' hands no, and is no. nearly picked? Okay, okay. It's not. If he throws it directly to the defense and there was a linebacker there and it was off target, that's a turnover-worthy play. If he's in the pocket and it fumbles it or something, that's a turnover-worthy play. If he holds it in the pocket too long and the defensive line get there, that's a turnover-worthy play. Throwing it late to the flat like he did like two or three times last week nearly should have been picked off if the defensive back and linebacker was paying attention. That's a turnover-worthy yeah. play. So if he can eliminate those, J 
Jimmy Garoppolo operates at high efficiency. Yeah. I asked that because like I, I have the pro football focus and I'm, I look at it and I see like Josh Allen is way up there. And then you just watch Josh Allen against the Patriots and Chiefs and you're like, no turnover worthy plays here. But ultimately, Dante, there is a guy, uh, some random dude, Mark or Joe or whoever, watching the game and he is grading what is a turnover worthy play, right? I know Ryan Tannehill yeah. made a million of them against the Bengals, right? We don't need yes. to go there. But uh, again, Jimmy G, some of these are dicey. Um, and and I, I'll just sort of close out the Jimmy G portion. Where are you on the whole Lynch-Shanahan draft Lance situation? Because Garoppolo was coming off the injury, right? He had been injured, I guess, two times in three years. And there was a, a, a line of thought that, hey, Shanahan wanted Mac Jones. And they said, no way, you can't do that. And we got to get Trey Lance. I, 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 where are you on this? I, I don't know how connected you are in the front office or what you want to. I give think up, that but... uh, I think that last year was very difficult for for all teams for a variety of different reasons: coronavirus, injuries, dealing with COVID on a weekly basis, no fans in the stadium. Yeah. I think that it was very difficult for everybody, and they might have overreacted with the drafting of Trey Lance, mm-hmm. being that they know what Jimmy Garoppolo can do, what he did in 2019 when he has all the pieces around him, when he has a, a, a dominant running game, when he has a solid offensive line, knowing what he can do, he probably could have used that pick on something else to help on the offensive side of the ball or maybe the defensive side. Um, but, you know, we are what we are right now. They have Trey Lance. They have Jimmy Garoppolo, who's the starting quarterback of this team. He's a leader of this team, and all the guys believe in him. So all the noise outside of the organization, I think inside – they believe that Jimmy can get it done. And they've seen him operate at high efficiency and they've seen him hunt, have those plays that you question. They just know that if he consistently operates at a high level, he gives them all an opp- yeah. opportunity to, you know, make plays and get better. Think about it. Debo Samuel, all pro career year with Jimmy Garoppolo. Trent Williams, he never made an all pro. Uh, George Kittle was still back uh, in the Pro Bowl. Possibly should have been an all pro. Elijah Mitchell career year. 11 games, almost 1,000 yards. Ayuk, yeah. he came out the doghouse, and a lot of times those inside routes late in the game, he's trusting Ayuk. He's trusting Ju- Juwan Jennings since having a career year. So everybody around him is having a career year. It's only the people outside the organization that's not playing with Jimmy yeah. that's really you know talking bad about him. It, it's funny. I, I, you just mentioned the draft. I looked. So Kyle Pitts went four. Boy, yes. Kitts, Pitts and Kittle together would have been unbelievable. Jamar Chase obviously been... went five. Sertan <laughs> um, yes. at, at nine would have been excellent in the second would year. Would have been beat up. And then the big one is Micah Parsons down yes. at 12 uh, to Dallas. Like, it, it's uh, who do you, who, eh, I, people hate this question. Who gets more credit for the fact that they drafted someone at three who's not being used at all and they're still in the NFC Championship game? Is that coaching or roster building? Or do you want to split the baby and say both? I would say both. And yeah. when he's a quarterback and you draft him at number three and he's not playing, it's okay. Because a lot of times people draft quarterbacks. They like to red shirt them pretty much. Let them learn from the sideline. Give them a few plays here and there in the game. And then the second year, third year, expect them to grow exponentially. But if it was a cornerback, it was a linebacker, offensive lineman, you drafted number three, then everybody would be questioned. So I would say it's split both. And I think that you can give him that time to mature, especially when your starter is winning. There's yeah. not a lot of tension. There's not a lot of pressure to put Trey Lance in there if Jimmy Garoppolo is getting the job done, if the team is winning games. And I don't know about you, but 
over the last four or five weeks, I would say the 49ers are pretty much like the most exciting football team to watch. <laughs> like these games come down to the end, the style in which they play. I think that these are the most exciting games and the 49ers earn their way here and they're one step away from getting back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, that, it is kind of crazy when you frame it like that. I, I will say, Debo Samuel, um, have you had an opportunity to talk to him at all? Just what's yeah. he like as a dude? Because I, he's been, I, I, if I meet him uh, Super Bowl week uh, out here in L.A., I, I need to thank him for the fantasy, uh, great fantasy seasons. He, he's just an amazing talent, fun to watch. But uh, tell us something about him. He's from the pit, not the palace. You heard Antonio Brown song from the pit, not the palace. I did not hear. I've not heard well, he any a song Antonio. that's out from the pit, not the palace. I'm kind of stylish. All of this. Okay. Really saying that, you know, he's from a hard upbringing and he had to earn everything that he has. And you can see it in the way that Debo Samuel plays. He has to earn everything that he has, the way that he plays. He's just not a receiver. He'll run through your face mask, whether you're a defensive lineman, linebacker, safety, these guys don't want to tackle Debo Samuel. And then he has the power to run through you, the speed and the looseness to run around you. Um, you know, in the running game, he's just that guy. His name suits him well, Debo Samuel. Taking bikes, taking chains. Um, <laughs> you know, he's just a weapon X for this team. And they have a bunch of guys like that. That's why I think the 49ers are set up to go deep or win the, or win the Super Bowl is because they remind me of the Harbaugh 49ers when we were pretty much like the bullies. You know, we didn't actually play. We didn't have to play well all the time, but we knew that we were bigger than you. We were more physical. And at some point we were going to make you make a mistake. Yeah. At some point, somebody was going to get run over. Right. And they were going to compromise. Hey, do I want to make this next tackle or don't I? Do I want to run the ball in this hole? Do I want to come across the middle and touch yeah. this ball? Right. <laughs> do I really want to catch this ball in the middle? Do I really want to win that bad? They sit, they have some of that in them. They have some yeah. of that in their DNA. And I thought the Buffalo Bills matched up well with the 49ers because they played that same type of rough neck type of football. Mm. They have guys over there like Josh Allen, right? He's from the pit. You know, he's not from the palace, right? He had an upbringing, hard upbringing, I believe. And, 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 and the way that he plays the game, it translates well, right? He's not one of those, you know, quarterbacks that sit in the pocket. He's going to do everything he has to do to win. George Kittle the same. The 49ers are set up for success. All right, I'll close out with this. You mentioned Harbaugh, so I'll bring him up. Uh, a lot of chatter. He may be coming back to the NFL. Um, any thoughts on that? What happens if he calls you and say, you want a spot on my staff? What are you doing? Um, I think that'll be awesome for Jim Harbaugh to come back to the NFL, and I think it's great for the NFL as well. He's one of the great football minds and great motivators that I've ever been around. A lot of people don't really like his tactics, but he gets the job done. Yeah. So not about the tactics, right? Do the means justify the end? <laughs> so that's really what it is with Harbaugh. And he's going to hire the best staff. Uh, they're going to be very sound. They're going to work tremendously hard. I think when we were in San Francisco, we worked harder than any team. There would be days in training camp where we would just try to run as many plays as we possibly could. He would have the ones on this field, the twos on this field, and just film it. We got up to like 240 plays on each on each field one day. And he came to us and said, hey, the Seattle Seahawks went go-kart right riding today, guys. <laughs> but guess what? We got 240 plays in over here and 240 plays in over here. He, he believed in building that callus and teaching football and hiring teachers that can teach you the what, when, and why of football. And that's why he has success everywhere he goes. Wow. So I think it'll be phenomenal for the Raiders if they get – uh, Jim Harbaugh, and they're, they're surely going to win. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Dante Whitner, 
aka Dante Hitner. Tell us about your rise in uh, in the Bay Area media. You're, I mean, you're crushing it, dude. Yeah, it's been fun. Um, you know, it's taken a little time. This is my fourth year doing it. Um, you know, we got some great guys on now: Joe Staley, TKO Spikes, Laura Britt. And we like to keep it fun and keep it relaxed. And I think that my role is more so of the educator when it comes down to the why in football, when it comes down to the intricate details, but we all just have a lot of fun. I do a lot of radio with KNBR called the preseason games for the 49ers with KNBR. I do seasonal, um, you know, I go in seasonal when everybody else want to take breaks. I go in and take all the radio time that I can. And I do CBS as well. This past year I had, six games, college games that I called as a color commentator. So yeah, I'm just working on every aspect of it in studio, color commentator, radio work, and just, you know, trying to put it all in one ball. Pretty awesome, man. Congrats on everything and uh, enjoy the games this weekend, uh, Dante. I will. Niners going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> we'll talk next week, Jason. All right. Niners going to Super Bowl. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit NFL.com slash schedule release to learn more. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.